BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We're live in the Woods Basement System Storm Runner just north of Belleville, Illinois. The fog is thick. We'll show you a real-time look as we continue trekking along here in southwestern Illinois. St. Louis City Alderman, me to talk about a new gun law today. A look at the three different bills on the agenda and how they aim to address guns in the city. And a man is in jail this morning, finally arrested after a long hotel hostage standoff yesterday at a downtown St. Louis hotel. How it ended after nearly 12 hours. Good morning. Welcome back, everybody. It's Thursday, January 25th, and you are watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertzborn. I'm Blair Leday. We're going to get a look outside right now. Don't laugh at me, John. I'm laughing with you, Blair. I'm happy. We're almost to Friday. It's been a long oh, week. Oh, I know. It's exciting. This is our roof camera, John. Maryland Heights. We just have to get through this fog. Yeah, we got to get through it. Angela Huddy is on the Lakeside Renovation and Design Weather Deck to tell us when we will get through it, Angela. It's a little bit better of a view there from the roof camera than I had a little bit earlier, so I guess we'll take that. That fog will ebb and flow a little bit this morning, but it is dense out there. And bottom line, that's how it is going to stay through our morning hours. The reverse of yesterday morning where we started with the rain making an exit and then the fog settled in. We have the fog around this morning and that's going to slow your commute. Bus ride to school or work or getting into the car this morning. Temperatures are in the upper 30s to right around 40 degrees. By this afternoon, it is going to be a steady soaking rain. Another round that will move in late morning to our southern counties and build its way northward into the afternoon. So have umbrellas ready. Make sure you got a hood on that coat that you can pull up whatever you might need for this afternoon. We'll show you the timeline for that rain with Futurecast coming up in just a bit. But we do want to get to some views around town with the Woods Basement System Storm Runner. That's where we find meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick this morning driving around in the fog. Show us those views. Yeah, exactly. The fog is really thick here. We actually are just north of Belleville, Illinois, on uh, Route 15 in southwestern Illinois, where the fog is really, really dense, hence the dense fog advisory uh, affecting much of the area through uh, this afternoon. And uh, we have a very, very saturated air mass. And after a cold spell this weekend that rolled over into Monday. Now we have a southwesterly flow in the upper levels, and that's bringing in a lot of that moisture from the Gulf of Mexico, riding on top of the already very cold ground. And that's why the, the fog has been so thick, and it's been pretty stagnant the last couple days, or I should say the last 24 hours or so. And that's because there's no wind. We're not dealing with a whole lot of airflow. So Keep in mind some of these driving tips heading out and about this morning, especially if you have places to be and people to see before the sun comes up. The fog is thick in some spots, so slow down and make sure to keep your distance um, from the vehicle in front of you. Allow yourself some of that extra distance. Allow yourself some extra time getting out and about. And use your low beam or your fog headlights. I've seen actually several people, probably about 10 or 11 people this morning, trying to use their high beams, and it actually makes the glare a lot 
lot worse. We're seeing visibility is uh, reduced upwards of about a tenth of a mile. And if you find yourself on some of those roads that don't have a lot of those street lights and it's a little bit harder to see, uh, just ensure you're in the right lane by following those roads uh, and the, with the lines on the roads with your eyes this morning. But the fog is thick. This will be the case for the rest of the morning until, uh, like Angel said, that rain moves in later this afternoon and she'll have a little bit more of that coming up in her full forecast. Until then, live here in the Woods Basement System Storm Runner, I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Back to you. All right, we're at the six o'clock hour and our big problem spot of the morning is 270. So from the fog to now an accident popping up 270 north just past 55. Uh, this is a view from our camera at Tias. So again, this is a two car vehicle crash currently blocking the left two lanes. It's certainly going to slow you down uh, considerably. A look once you make it past that from Tesson Ferry again. You can kind of see those emergency vehicles working to clear this incident, but your drive time's dropping down to about 15 miles per hour right at 255 where it meets 55 right now again you can certainly see travel building in that northbound direction as i mentioned 270 the problem spot of the morning so where i'm seeing the worst of that fog right now is 270 at 70 in bridgeton so again around the map 270 is going to be our big problem spot blair john all right thanks calista Endering, ending a dangerous type of celebration. It's one of the things that the St. Louis Board of Aldermen Committee will look at today when they consider three separate bills focusing on guns. And the Power of Two's Chris Frenier is live in downtown St. Louis with a preview of this. Chris, good morning to you. Blair, good morning to you. John, good morning to you as well. The city's Public Safety Committee is set to meet at 2 o'clock this afternoon here at St. Louis City Hall to debate all of these bills. As we mentioned, one of them focuses on stopping celebratory gunfire in the city of St. Louis to mark occasions like New Year's Eve. That was what it sounded like on New Year's Eve back in 2019 in one area of the city, all kinds of gunshots going off. The Board of Aldermen bill here would create what's commonly known as Blair's Law in the city of St. Louis. 11-year-old Blair Lane was killed back on July 4th of 2011 in Independence, Missouri, when a bullet fired into the air, struck her in the neck, and killed her. State lawmakers passed legislation prohibiting celebratory gunfire as part of a larger crime bill during the last legislative session, but Governor Parson vetoed the bill because of a separate provision in it. This Board of Aldermen bill would create the offense of unlawful discharge of a firearm if people fire guns for things like celebratory gunfire. The committee also slated to look at two other bills focusing on guns today. One would create the offense in the city of unlawful possession of firearms if someone possesses a gun or ammunition and has been convicted of a felony. The other bill would create the charge of unlawful transfer of weapons if someone recklessly provides a gun to a minor under 18 years old without the consent of the juvenile's parents or guardian. Now, if these bills pass out of committee, they will then be considered by the full board of aldermen for possible passage. For now, live downtown, I'm Chris Fournier. And that's not all. Illegal dumping in the city of St. Louis. It'll be taken up by another committee. It's become an eyesore. It's messy. The city of St. Louis Health and Human Development Committee will discuss this with the city's Environmental Investigation Unit and the Street Department. That meeting is at 9 this morning. And a hostage situation at the Jury Plaza Hotel in downtown St. Louis ends peacefully. This was after a 12-hour standoff. 
St. Louis police say they got a call at around 515 yesterday morning from a boy locked in a restroom at the hotel. Investigators say the boy told dispatchers his mom was fighting in the other room with an armed man. Police got the boy and his brother out of the room about an hour later. Negotiations continue for hours before that woman was released at around 3.30. Less than an hour later, the suspect walked out of the hotel. Police say that man and woman did know one another. And another standoff, this time in the county. Well, today the St. Louis County Prosecuting Attorney's Office will announce charges against a man who had a standoff with police. This was last week. 21-year-old Anthony Hill Jr. is charged with assault in the first degree in armed criminal action after shooting a person, then running into a vacant house. Police surrounded that house to find Hill had escaped. Hill is currently not in custody. And in another power to follow up on uh, one of our breaking news stories from yesterday. This one was about a shooting on Lucas Avenue near the city museum. Police have identified the victim as 15 year old LaVincent Robinson. He was dropped off at the hospital at around five yesterday morning. A shot in his back. He died a short time later. Police are still looking for the shooter. If you know anything about this, call Crime Stoppers and leave an anonymous tip. Well, Missouri is stronger now than it's ever been. That was the word yesterday from uh, Governor Mike Parson in his State of the State address. Parson says it in his final year in office, his spending plan will focus on ongoing state programs with increases for teachers, child care, and state employee pay. And after last year's record-setting budget with money to expand I-70, this year he says he's proposing to spend millions on Interstate 44. Well, St. Louis County Executive Sam Page says he's going to ask for a property tax increase to uh, build a new county headquarters. The county faces a 2028 deadline to uh, bring the 52-year-old building in Clayton up to code or build a new one. In 2022, our You Pay For It team reported the building needs a new fire suppression system. Page says uh, ideas could be coming out soon and a tax hike or bond issue could be on the November ballot.